welcome again to Corruption of Child Protective Services. I am your host, David Shore. Now, I've gone over everything. I've gone over the history of CPS. I have gone over the people that have been murdered so that we can use what they have given us against CPS. Even giving you the tools necessary to prepare to sue and sue CPS. I've told you about a class action lawsuit here in Indiana where nine special needs children were abused in the system. How even the ombudsman, it appears, is now going to be part of it, or at least the way it was written. So, what can we do now? We can do a lot more. We can actually take all this information. You can post videos online. Continue to show the corruption. And not just because it's an election year. Do this even after this election year. After November 3rd in the United States. Continue. Because I will. I will continue giving you this information. I will continue giving you what you need and what you've been asking for. If you haven't noticed, my podcast is different than others who talk about corruption of child protective services. I actually give you information that is more than just my opinion. I give you this for one reason one reason only and that is to arm you to give you ammunition to let you understand you're not alone and I'd like to welcome my newest listeners from New Zealand thank you for giving me the opportunity to educate and inform you now There are going to be people that might say, well, that's in America, that's not here. But CPS is the same no matter where you go. It can be here, it can be in Canada, it can be in Nigeria, it can be in Ghana, it can be Canada, it can be Australia, Costa Rica, New Zealand. In other words, it's not just the eight countries, it's in every country. Some violate more than others. But mark my words, what is being done now is giving you the edge, you the dominance, so to speak. I mean, how can an agency that is supposed to be protecting children causing more harm than good? There are people that say, oh yeah, we're doing it in the best interest of the child or children. And yet, and yet, you see and you have heard, just in the state of Indiana alone, the abuse. And 
my belief is, if it's happening here, it is happening not just in every state in the Union, in our country, but it's happening in every country around the world. And if there are any CPS social workers listening on this, not just Miss Terry Stigdon and governors such as Eric Holcomb, who seem to think that, you know, so what? He's just one person. Well, one person who's had people listening to his episodes 211 times and have an estimated audience of nine. Well, if we're going by that, then that means that maybe the United States is listening a little bit more than the rest of the world. And I appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in, listening, and using my information. Now, there was a part in my previous episode that I went on, went off on a tangent, that someone was watching me. Well, who's to say that Nancy Schaefer or Bill Bowen were not being observed? That they became too much of a threat. Well, Nancy Schaefer and Bill Bowen are dead. Jeffrey Epstein, he is dead. Supposedly he hung himself, but according to reports, well, the person who examined him said in his 50 years, of examining prisoners who have hung themselves, he never seen anyone, or at least any of the prisoners, who have done that, have their neck broken in three places. But hey, the uh, state health authority said, oh yeah, it happens all the time. Now, what else did Jeffrey Epstein know? Did he know that he was getting children from Child Protective Services? Did he know and was going to reveal that information? I mean, don't you find it suspicious that a man is in a jail cell with a former police officer? Yes. I mean, I thought that they would put the former police officer someplace else. And the guy allegedly broke Jeffrey Epstein's neck and made it look like a suicide. Now, I was not there. But you have to ask yourself this question. If what you know might get yourself killed, are you willing to continue? Because I am. That makes people like Jeffrey Epstein, Nancy Schaefer, and Bill Bowen, martyrs for a much bigger cause. CBS says that they are protecting children. That Terry Stigdon and Eric Holcomb are stating that things are actually better now than they were in 2018. If that is the case, then why is there still a class action lawsuit? Did the Deputy Secretary of the Department, Federal Department of Health and Human Services know about this lawsuit? If 
the person did. What did Eric Holcomb and Terry Stigton say? Well, you, you know, don't worry about that. Well, apparently the court, which the class action lawsuit was filed, deemed it important enough to continue. That lawsuit still has not been settled yet. So, 2,489 children adopted. You mean to tell me those 2,489 children were abused and it was because of the opioid epidemic? Or was it that out of the 2,489, approximately 2,000 to 2,400 were actually taken from good, loving, caring homes. And the only reason was because of poverty. You heard on the change.org that it should not be about poverty. Yet children are being taken for that very reason. And so for that, I say, whatever state you are in in the United States, wherever you are in the world, you know the truth. You see it. Do not be intimidated. Do not be coerced into saying or admitting to something you know you did not do. Because in the end, what it is, is that they're trying to take responsibility away from themselves and put it on you, the parents. Don't let them in your home. If they break down the door, make sure you film it. If you're on YouTube, make sure it's live. Make sure it goes out. Make sure that the world sees how these people are. They are not law enforcement. They're an administrative agency. And they have to go through their rules. Know their rules. That's another one. Know their rules. Know that what is going on. Show people. And not just one or two. Everyone. If you have a cell phone, it has a camera. But above all, make sure that people see what's going on. After all, you're the first line of defense. Especially for children that they're your children, they're not the government's. Exigent circumstances do not apply. I mean, after all, we could say exigent circumstances. We could say that they overstepped their authority, which they do. Well, I'm going to tell you, and then in the next episode, I'm going to start finding cases, lawsuits, and also CPS cases, not just here in the country, but around the world. I know I've said this before, and it's going to take me a while, so if you do not hear from me, do not worry. Just know that I'm okay. But if it's longer than a month, then something has happened, and do everything you can to spread my word. But it's not my word. It's the information on the internet. Remember the hatch letter. 
those of you in the United States, if you can apply it in other countries, by all means do so. I mean, after all, like I keep saying, they're your children, not the government's. You brought them into the world. The government did not. And especially CPS. I think in the next episode, while I'm doing my research, I'm going to check on medical kidnapping and how CPS takes your children they state because of drugs in the mother's system. That's where the opioid crisis comes in. If we know and remember anything, it's this. We don't have an instruction manual for raising kids. But we know what the right thing to do. And it's not the government's responsibility to step in. That's our responsibility. All of ours. So maybe we can just all get together, unified, give them the bird, middle finger, tell them to go fuck themselves. That unless they can find in their laws, and especially CPS, their rules, that they are to back off. Let's take back our children. After all, like I said, we're the parent. They're not. This is David Shore for Corruption of Child Protective Services. Have a good life.